real good to see you on this fine sunny day, sir. Yeah, we've got the shed door open for the first time. We're recording the day for the first time ever. Yep, it's approximately a million degrees in here. Yes, hotter than the sun. Uh, I'm pretty sure we're going to come out as two lesser men. Yeah, co yeah, costume of a man. <laughs> a costume of a man, a skin suit of a man. And if you can, this is a, a note directly to you listeners, if you can hear a, a sort of buzzing in the background, it's because it's hot and our audio recording equipment is heating up. So It's I mean, suffering terribly. As we all are, have you seen the, the things online about um, kind of photographs of Brits trying to deal with the sun? <laughs> no. It's just no. like guys gone around central London taking photos of people who clearly are not capable of dealing with the hot weather. It's really funny. You've got people just kind of sat on a step with a bottle of water just like staring at the ground. <laughs> like, what is I, this happening? I can't, I can't take any more of this. I've got nothing left, Phil. I've got nothing left. <laughs> but yeah, it's glorious. It's a glorious day outside. It's, it's wonderful. And it's wonderful. we are in Babel HQ. We are in Babel HQ. So that's always a good place to be. It's a great place to be. Absolutely. One of my favourite places to be. Yep. Because we get to just chill out and talk shit. Yep, in a really hot shed. In a really hot, sweaty, confined space. Yes. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. With anyone else. No. It's wonderful. So what, what's been going on then? What have you got? Um, well, I went to Birmingham last weekend. Okay. Um, north. Yeah, well, Midlands, but yeah. It's a kind nice of. weekend. Yeah. Northern to us. Northern to us. Um, and two things happened, um, which I thought I would share with you. Okay. So the first is I went for a delicious meal in a place called Cafe Soya, and they, they don't sponsor us, but if anyone is listening to this that ever goes to Birmingham, go to Cafe Soya. It's like Vietnamese street food. Okay. So if you imagine. Vietnamese meets Chinese food. Right. Um, it's all real cheap, but authentic, decent, really, really decent food. Okay. So we go in there, order a couple of spring rolls, mm. and I order some duck. Now I'm thinking it's going to come out a couple of like duck rolls or whatever. Taste the core of duck, pancakes, the whole shebang comes Hosing, out cucumber, as a start, etc. etc. So I'm like, well, it'd be rude to leave it. So I eat a quarter of a duck. Then I start to get the kind of fear that you get <laughs> once you're like, I'm quite full already. I may and have I made a mistake. Yeah, and I start seeing all the food that comes out. And I'm like, oh shit, this is, this is not good. <laughs> anyway, I order what is essentially kind of salt and pepper chicken right. with some rice and some sauce, and it's all incredible. Oh, it sounds good. Eat as much as I possibly can. Yep. And then it's like, right, we're done. Pay the bill, go outside, pissing it down. Yeah. So we're like, right, well, I don't really want to get absolutely drenched. So opposite Cafe Soya is an indoor market. Okay. Now, I've been to the indoor market before, and it's essentially an indoor meat market. Right. Now, I've been there before. I know what it's about. You can buy all sorts there. I mean, any part of an animal you can imagine, you can buy there to eat. Okay. It's an amazing place, really kind of multicultural, really um, sort of vibrant, busy. After you've just eaten your entire body weight in Vietnamese food, <laughs> on a muggy Saturday <laughs> afternoon at five o'clock, 
the last place you should be going is a meat market, <laughs> right? <laughs> I walked smells. in, right, so I walked in, within the first half a second I thought I was going to be sick, there's about a billion people, it's like the whole of Birmingham is in this market at this very moment. All thinking the same thing as All you. shouting things, coming to the end of the day, so they're trying to flog stuff, shouting, I look over, like, goat's heads, <laughs> tripe, bollocks, fucking everything. So I, I'm then on a mission. I'm like, I've got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So I start walking quite quickly, like, flim-flamming round people, and I get to the, the fish centre. <laughs> right? <coughs> so oh, what we have worst. is day-old fish. Oh. They're not just, like, a lovely cod loin or a lovely bit of sea bass we've got fucking guts and squids everything this i start what 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 <laughs> and then for a split second i look over and what had essentially happened is there was a, a small asian child was standing really close to the got a glass front of the counter and was yeah. looking in and genuinely for a split second i thought they were selling to eat the head of a small Asian child <laughs> because it because I could only see the reflection. Oh right! And because I was in this kind of weird horror movie stupor, I kind of was like <laughs> and looked over. So I kind of I'm like stumbling into places. It's literally like an Alfred Hitchcock movie. There are things appearing out of nowhere, like jumping out. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. And obviously the smell, it's real. I'm kind of clammy and wet because of the rain. It was a fucking nightmare. Get out the other side. And the thing that makes it worse is it definitely wasn't a shortcut. I could have just walked two feet down the road and bypassed this entire experience. It was fucking hideous. And for the rest, of, like I got home or got back to where we were staying and I felt sick for about three hours afterwards. Because of the smell. Uh, the smell in my nostrils and all that kind of stuff. Ugh. So that's story one. The next day, <laughs> this is much quicker, um, I go to this kind of fancy hotel for a three-course meal. Yeah. But it's like a fucking labyrinth inside. There are rooms off of rooms off of rooms off of rooms. It's a massive place. Okay. So I go to have... I've had my food, and... Um, the people who are with a couple of people order like after dinner coffees and stuff I'm not about that so I think right here's my opportune moment to go out for a cigarette right. so I get Google Maps up find my way out of the building <laughs> go and have a cigarette <laughs> right and I'm just kind of watching the world go by hmm. and there is quite obviously some kind of um, Islamic or kind of Muslim um ceremony of matrimony you know a kind of wedding ceremony type Some thing all down. these guests yeah. turn up they all look amazing they're all obviously it's really nice when you kind of watch people who have just been through a really happy experience everyone's kind of chatting even though it's raining they're not bothered blah 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 yeah. they all kind of disappear I finish my cigarette so I go back in the building and I didn't leave a trail of breadcrumbs so I'm a little bit unsure about where the fuck to go because you walk into the lobby and there's like 50 different doorways <laughs> right right so i kind of look around and i go oh it's this way in full steam ahead <laughs> i walk directly into 
a Muslim wedding ceremony, <laughs> the groom, as I walk in, or the father of the bride or whomever, shakes my hand as if I am one of the guests. Uh, all right, mate. I walk in, and all these people turn around and look at me, and quite clearly, I was not in a traditional Islam wedding ceremony get up. Attire, yeah. So I look... Out of place. Out of place. So I kind of freeze in the doorway. Everyone looks at me, and I sort of don't really know what to say. And then I look over, and there's a dude stood by the door, and he's wearing what I can only assume is a traditional head um, hat. Mm. Head hat. And <laughs> garment. The best way I can describe it is it looks a bit like a fez. Right. But it looks like the kind of fez that Father Christmas would wear. Right. So it's got kind of white fur on it and a sort of white trimming on the top. So it looks like a Santa's hat, but as a fez. Right. And I kind of turn, look at him, look at the hat, look back at him, and he just, and it was one of the greatest moments of my life. He just looked at me and went, it's a good hat, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, see you later. <laughs> it just walked out. Accidentally stumbled into it, man. So that was uh, that was my weekend in Birmingham. So everyone should visit Birmingham by the sound of it. It's a cool place, man, yeah. There's a lot going on. It's a bit weird. But any big city, really. It's a bit like some interesting people walking around if you want to go people watching. Self, walk self, into other people's weddings, weddings just crack up we, I mean, think someone's beheading small Asian children and selling them to eat go for it go for it Birmingham is a place to visit yeah. Birmingham visit Birmingham <laughs> <laughs> and then there were ten <laughs> it is the easiest thing to run and then there were ten yeah episode ten feels like a bit of a landmark doesn't it I feel like it should be like I don't know if we should be popping bubbly or need we need to just drink it. Well, no, just, just, just for the set of time. Yeah, something like that. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's not what a bottle of champagne does. No. You don't sort of. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> You're really underwhelming. There's probably a lot of things that could be. Yeah, we've made 10, it. We, we made it to 10. Yep. And we will continue beyond ten. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely mm. more. You know, and maybe one day we'll get some uh, some proper recording equipment instead of what we're using now. Yeah, but it's fine. Do it. Feel like we no, can, you don't want to tell them. I don't want to tell them. No, I don't want to let them peer behind the curtain. Oh, okay. Maybe what? Maybe episode twenty. Maybe all right. Maybe we'll 20. get to twenty and then we'll tell them. We'll, we'll let them peek behind yeah, the curtain. They're, they're, how they would have invested thought. too much time by then, so they can't turn back. Exactly, exactly. We're still gaining traction, gaining some new followers. Don't put them off straight away. No, exactly, exactly. All right, fair enough. So, actually, I have a question for you. It's not. Well, it's not a question. It's a. It's a thing that I read, and but I need some clarification from you because I don't really understand it. Okay. So the thing that I read was that, and it was a. It was a kind of article. Um, which I believe was on uh, Vice. Vice. Vice, yeah. It's not the best start. No, but we'll leave our personal opinions of... Yeah, go on, hit me with the Vice article. So, the headline was, Parents are hiring Fortnite tutors for their children now. So, the game Fortnite. Right, yeah. yeah. Now, the reason why I need you is because I... 
have never played Fortnite, but I've heard a lot of people talking about it, and I know that a lot of my students have played Fortnite. Now, this isn't the hate list. We're not we're not doing the hate list straight away. Mm. I have a feeling that parents hiring their children Fortnite tutors is something that absolutely could go on the hate list. Yes. But what I need from you, I think, um, as your background in, in gaming, because um, you have a gaming channel, which is probably good to say at this point. If I any do. of you are interested in gaming, you can head over to, uh, well, where is it, Lee? Where can they go? Uh, they can go to The Essential Gamer on YouTube and Twitter and all that sort of stuff. Great. Essential Gamer UK. I mean, obviously, if people listened to, it feels like, because it's kind of like an anniversary. Yeah, it's also like gone full circle. Yeah. So, so if, if, you know, lis- if you listen to the first episode, episode one was... Um, soft Play. Soft Play, which is now banished from iTunes and Spotify. Um, because we didn't, it's bloody confusing. It's confusing because we call it a different thing. It feels like a different thing. You can still find it on SoundCloud if you really want to go and find it. But if you're wondering, if you're a new listener and you're thinking, why does this start episode two? The reason is because when we first started the podcast, we thought we were going to do it under the guise of a gaming podcast. And then we realized that A, I, Ryan, know nothing about gaming <laughs> uh, and can't really contribute. And B, actually... We, the realms of our conversations goes beyond that anyway. Yeah, so there was no point keeping it under the moniker of the essential gamer. We, no. It, it became babblement and its own thing. Yeah, and it's kind of taken off since then. But if you are interested in gaming, do head over to the Essential Gamer UK on YouTube and check out some tasty vids. It's a bit like this, but with videos of games. I mean, I generally talk shit throughout yeah, most Yeah, yeah, I've of the watched video. most of your videos, yeah. Well, you would agree that I talk shit. I mean, I wouldn't say talk... I don't think we talk <laughs> shit. I think what we have is fountains of knowledge and, uh, and nuggets of wisdom being what the fuck is Fortnite and why does everyone play it? Uh, well, I think... I, I kind of got a feeling that it's on my hate list. I don't know if I've already mentioned it. If I have, I'll spare oh, the extreme okay. details. I don't remember. Then I don't remember... I don't even normally remember when we record and release, so... <laughs> you know. But for those that don't know what Fortnite is, it's an online multiplayer game... Uh, that you can play on the PlayStation, the PC, on your phone for free. Uh, I think you can even get it on the Xbox, maybe, or I don't know, there's a, a licensing thing, possibly. But you can get it on multiple formats, and it is essentially a 100-person you know, battle royale, you know, free-for-all, everyone keep going until there's one person left type affair. Mm. You start off on an island, which is the map, with a circle, which is your game, barrier, border, whatever you want to call right, it, okay. it shrinks all the way down to an itty bitty circle so that by the time you've got one, two, three people left, they're all in the same room having a fight, and then the winner for Fortnite gets a, I think it's a Victory Royale. Right. Victory Royale, I came first. Okay. And then everything resets and you start again. 100 people on the same island, or and maybe a different so it, And is it 100 people, like, multiplayer? Yeah. So it's everyone versus each other, or you can do it in teams. Right. But it's a hundred people or a hundred teams, all humans, all fighting to get the number one spot. Right. Okay. That makes perfect sense to me. Why is it so fucking popular? I think for two reasons. It's fairly simple to pick up the game and get going with it. It's a it's a standard sort of point shoot kill affair, third person shooter. Mm-hmm. Um it's cartoony okay so it's instantly got a, an appeal over its competitor which is PUBG player unknowns battlegrounds 
Wow, that's some serious gaming nerd knowledge. It I is, love it that. is. Okay. That, that one is a more realistic affair, which the hardcore gamer likes to prefer, and it's on the Xbox, so no one really likes it. No, because Xbox is shit. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, all the kids preferred Fortnite because of the way it looked. And Fortnite, uh, there was a controversy about it. Um, I'll run through it very briefly. Yeah, cool. Basically, they ripped off the idea from PUBG, who ripped off the idea from another game, who ripped it off from another game, who ripped it off from a long line of other right, games. Right, right, right. It's, it's a long-running thing, but because Fortnite was the one that got it so popular, they're the ones that end up getting sued for it. So that was something that people may have seen in the papers. And oh, the I see, reason. I see. The reason I think they're making such a big deal out of it, and why so many people picked up on it, and why everyone wants to fucking play it, is because everyone loves to say they're number one. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. And that is it. I mean, it started off with the other one. PUBG had this thing where if you won, you were winner, winner, chicken dinner. You got the chicken dinner. Yeah. So that started off as like a, almost like an underground sort of bragging rights, you know, oh, I've got the chicken dinner, you know, I'm, I'm number one. And then Fortnite got the victory royale and it made a big deal out of it. You get victory dance and all that shit and all these videos you see your kids dancing on Facebook and stuff. Oh, is that where that comes from? All of the dances that you are seeing kids pick up, like the... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, or, you know, I can't, I can't describe no, it. it's really hard to describe. Those what, what is that, that? You know, you see it and that, you know, the meme dances, there you go. Yeah. You, you see them in loads of memes all the time. They come from Fortnite normally. Wow. Uh, it's, it, it's just huge. And because it's so big, obviously any attention is good attention so if it's appearing in the news because one mum's going oh my son's addicted to Fortnite I need to lock him in a cupboard under the stairs he doesn't play it anymore yeah instead of just taking his fucking Playstation <laughs> yeah and do some fucking work you yeah shit go now. do something yeah. you can have it back where's my Playstation in my car locked tough where's the keys up my ass yeah. yeah fuck off yeah you can you can parenting you can yeah. dictate that situation yeah. yeah the reason it's in the news because of that is because it's so big it can afford to you know to to, to make Motions so that it gets mentioned and it keeps getting mentioned and it keeps making people money. Although the game is free, uh, you can buy cosmetic things for cash because it's free games and you sort yeah. of understand. Yeah, and there will sense. be some microtransactions to pay for something somewhere. Yeah, but unlike a lot of games in its ilk, it comes from a fucking massive developer called Epic, and they made the Gears of War series. Right, so they got money. They're good. Yeah. So they could afford to put it out. And they actually made the game as something completely different. It was like a, a third-person defence game, like a wave defence, almost like a Zombies for Call of Duty yeah. type game. No one really picked it up, no one paid any attention, but ooh, add a free 100-person Battle Royale mode. Yeah, and people are going nuts for it. Oh yeah, let's have, let's have a go at that. Let's go about it. And, it, and it, this Barrel Roll, you know, one person played it, oh, this is quite good, you should try it. And it's word of mouth that picked it up, picked it up. To the point now where there's esports, you know. Yeah. You know, th there's actual competitions where you'll win money. Ninja, who a lot of people may have heard of, makes nigh on half a million a month through playing the game and making videos about the game. Wow. And presenting content about Fortnite. Okay. That's... I've, that's that's why a need, lot of information. Yeah, that's why I need you. But, so, so what... <laughs> I think the reason why I bring it up is because... There's two cultural phenomenons, phenomena, phenomena that has um, passed me by in the last few months. Mm -hmm. One is is Fortnite, and I have no intention of playing it. I'm sure it's good fun. Um, and the second, which we can actually say goodbye to, is fucking Love Island. Ugh. Now look, I've never watched Love Island. Um, I don't really have 
anything against people who do watch it necessarily like fine if that's what you want fill your boots yeah but that's the, the biggest indictment of our society at the moment is how much of though how much those kinds of things infiltrate our entire world yeah everyone was taught online and and even people I know people who I actually have respect for <laughs> watch Love Island and are talking yeah. about it and it's that it's that bit we're old enough I think well we definitely are now I don't, I don't think it's age no but I think you're about to say we're old enough to say that we can tell a quality program from this that and the other yeah I was going to say we're old enough to kind of realise that we, we we don't have to fear missing out on it yeah okay yeah so I'm going to stop you there for a second I'm going to tell you why I think everyone gets so into things like Love Island and why me and you haven't. Okay. And I think oh it's God, a bit no- of psychology. I think on the it's pod. nobody's fault. Okay, well that's nice. <clears throat> we are quick to blame everyone are, for everything. We are, but it's no one well, there is someone at fault, but they shall remain faceless and nameless because we don't know who they are. Okay. But ultimately Corporations man. <laughs> well, let's just have a little think for a second. What do you enjoy watching on your television? Um, documentaries. Yep. Um, a good gritty drama. Yep. The occasional football game. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's probably the the breadth of what I watch. The the occasional episode of Rick and Morty. Yeah. Okay. How are these delivered? Live on the television? No, via Netflix. Via Netflix on demand. Yeah. Minimal advertising except for the thing that you're watching yes. said program on, i.e. Yes. Netflix, etc. Yeah. So, not watching terrestrial TV. No, I don't have terrestrial TV. not getting paid for adverts. And one of the things that Fortnite is very good at is having a structured advertising campaign because of the massive developer behind them. Right. It's everywhere. You can't avoid it. To the point where you're seeing the dancers because of dance competitions. It's mm. all over YouTube. It's getting suggested, etc. It's popping up as things on the side of the screen saying you know oh Fortnite free on your mobile blah 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 it's everywhere so mm. everyone gets interested in it or to the point where they don't know what it is and they question people about it like, yeah what is this yeah that's what I've done yeah Fortnite has embedded itself in people much like Love Island did because Love Island appears in newspapers it appears all over the telly on demand as soon as you go online or you know you, you go up to Facebook or something there's an advert Love Island you know Love Island will appear yeah. somewhere whether through someone you're following or something else you have no choice but to have an interest in it because eventually curiosity will get you yeah. what the fuck is it then why is everyone watching it I don't read newspapers no. I don't have Facebook and I don't watch normal land telly are no. you on demand services etc much the same as what you do yeah I mean I only read the Guardian because I'm a prete- pretentious left wing <laughs> liberal yellow bellied <laughs> idiot so yeah and the Guardian don't tend to You're support Corbynista so, yeah they, they don't they don't tend to but okay but except that one yeah yeah paper, so I'm exactly the same your, your, your mainstream media we'll call it intake is minimal yeah and I think that's why you know the biggest hypnos- hypnosis tool that exists to date is the TV mm. You think of what hypnosis is, going into a trance, not moving, you know, barely, you know, reacting to anything. Think of what you're doing when you're watching telly. Mm. You're in a trance, you're not moving. Just because there's something on the telly doesn't mean that you have to watch it. No. And I think because we don't, we've avoided things like the Fortnite rush, mm. you know, Love Island. As soon as something gets slightly popular, people are so desperate for money and because the consumerism is so low, you think of like films and things like that. 
the the churning mm. of of series and the, you know all that sort of thing happens because that's popular. We need to do more of that because that's what they want. Well, the, obviously, the irony being, it's only what they want because you're making it what they've got. If you yeah. if you raise the standard, it, increase it, the diversity, it, yeah, of then what it people would. can you know be offered, and all of a sudden they choose a variety of different things. But if you if you literally blinker the market to one or two things well those choices are the only ones so we're going to pick either that one or that one we're not going to go for something completely left field because it's not there or not now unless you search for it I'm gonna I think that was a that was a fairly concise and and dare I say intellectual examination of quite scary isn't it (laughs) but um, I asked my father who told me yeah he's a 71 year old man um, doesn't ha- have any kind of social media doesn't understand doesn't even understand how to like use an iPad um, and I said to him he said that he'd been watching Love Island right. and I said why the fuck are you watching Love Island now it's funny Lee because he didn't mention kind of the flooding of the consumerist market <laughs> or the fact that television companies are kind of dictating what we watch right. he simply responded with tits <laughs> So there might be some people out there, like my father, who is watching Love Island to, to, to get some cheap thrills and see some tits. That's why they're playing Fortnite, female characters. Third person view, just behind the arse. Of course it is. Sex sells. Sex sells, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Babblement 10, where sex really sells two sweaty men in a shed. You just wait till we take our clothes off. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> So last week I had a visitor okay. who for the purposes of this story shall remain nameless okay. because what happened to them whilst they visited was quite embarrassing. I see. So I don't want to name and shame them. We'll, we'll leave them as anon. Yeah, it was just two... Male or female? Male. Okay, we'll call them Bill. Bill, okay. I probably won't remember that, but okay. Bill. So... <laughs> Bill comes to my house. Mm-hmm. Bill compliments the fact that I've just bought some new chairs in my flat. Okay. Kind of spinny, uh, IKEA kind of rocking, almost rocking chairs. Um, Bill is excited to sit in them. So Bill sits in them. Okay. Bill sits in them for about 20 minutes. Then right. Bill stands up. And unfortunately for Bill, he has left a little gift on my brand new chair. What? That gift has seeped through Bill's shorts onto my chair. The brand new chair that you, you were showing off, you were saying, look at this brand new chair. <clears throat> and what what is it? So... <laughs> What Bill says it is, is, oh, it's because I've got a suppository up my arse at the moment because I have piles. (laughs) So what Bill is maintaining is that his suppository had seeped out of his bottom hole onto my chair. Right. 
and obviously I was I sort of said to Bill have you shit yourself on my chair I've got my that was going to be my next question yeah. did Bill shit himself well Bill was saying no no it's just suppository and I said okay Bill if it's just suppository why is it brown too so essentially Bill would come around my house sat in my chair that I just bought had half shit half suppositoried himself it had gone through his pants, his shorts, onto my brand new fucking chair. So Bill then goes, oh, goes to the bathroom and takes off said soiled pants and shorts and then begins to clean the chair. Right. Without any pants on or shorts on. I'm like, Bill, what? your dick's out. Can you... He's like, well, I haven't got anything, have I? So I had to lend Bill a pair of pants and a pair of shorts for him to continue to clean the shitty suppository off my chair. And then he was like, oh. so he had to buy a new cushion. <laughs> Literally, he's the first person apart from me that sat in it. And, and got a cushion straight away. Yeah. Chips on. Yeah. Good Bill. Shit happens. Shit happens. Suppositories happen. Yeah, <laughs> suppositories happen. Don't be angry, don't be pissed. Just sit there and put it on your hate list. The old list you hate, hate. Old list you hate, hate. <laughs> An extended jingle this week yes. for the hate list. Beautiful. Beautiful. So I think it's your turn, it's got to be your turn. It probably is my turn. Yeah. Well, I've only got one. Oh, okay. But it, I, I've become more and more offended by it recently. Oh, okay. Wow, okay. Well, it's a collection of things. All right. The Marvel Universe of Movies subheader and the people that demand you watch them in canon fashion. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> off. I really, really wanted to watch Infinity War when it came out. I was like, Infinity War, yeah, it's a big film, all the characters, it'd be amazing. But I haven't watched anything since Iron Man 2 except Ant Man and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. That's it. I haven't watched any of the Thors, the, you know, the second, the third, right? yeah, no, yeah. none of that. None of the other ones that came before. Didn't bother. Uh, I think I've seen one Captain America, the first one, etc., etc. Et et I am out of the canon loop, yeah, shall sure. we say. This is a problem for a friend of ours who loves the Marvel and DC universes and demands that everything is watched in order. Yeah, I know you're talking so about. So I am often told when I go to watch said Infinity War or one that I fancy I know you can't watch it without watching this one I haven't I haven't, I haven't seen that one I haven't even seen the one that came before it oh you got to watch one for it as well why? yeah and Marvel are churning these films out they're like Emma 2 Black Panther oh, Infinity War 2 ah 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 just hoying yeah. like superstars at you and um I can't keep up I've got nothing left I've got nothing left Phil <laughs> dude I I it's so funny you bring that up because I'm exactly the same except I would put I think Marvel films full stop on the list yeah because I haven't got time I can't keep up and also so I've probably seen I've seen all three Iron Mans mm. I could say Lion Man um, <laughs> and I've seen I've seen half of Guardians of the Galaxy right that's it okay so obviously all these things that are coming thick and fast yeah uh, I've got no interest in it. mean nothing. But I do share your frustration, so I shouldn't have to do that. 
I shouldn't have to watch 10 films to watch the film that I actually want to watch. <laughs> For it to make sense. Do you know what I mean? If it was like, I don't know, the Star Wars trilogy, it's three films. Just watch three. Yeah. Don't worry about the prequels, they're all shit. Just ignore them. Fine. But, like you say, there's like, I mean, how many, I would be interested to know how many Marvel films have come out in the last five years. There's got to be at least 30, hasn't there? It's unbelievable now. So, how, who the fuck has got time to sit down and watch all of those different films? Uh, well, this is it. I mean, I, I simply don't have time to watch 25 films. So... I can't. I'm not going to do it. But it's 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 the same thing that I had. And it's a slight tangent, a bit. But when you have like sequels or prequels, like I'm I'm gonna because it's coming out. I think as we're recording next week, so the beginning of August, yeah. um, is the new season of Better Call Saul. Now, as yes. I've admitted on the podcast, I'm a huge Breaking Bad fan, and I've I've stayed with Better Call Saul for three seasons. Now, aside from the fact that nothing's happened, mm-hmm. if you're listening to this and you're thinking, I might watch Better Call Saul, don't, it's shit. But I'm going <laughs> to watch season four because I, I'm invested now. Because I'm yeah. invested. But my point is, if you were watching Better Call Saul without any knowledge of Breaking Bad, it would be even shitter. Yeah. Because when cameos or other characters appear, you've got no idea who the fuck they are. No. Unless you've watched Breaking Bad, a lot and of I don't think that's legacy. Yeah, I, and, and that's the same with the Marvel films. I just Marvel, if you're listening, just calm down, man. Well, all, all together so far, there's been 20 films since 2007. So in 10 years, it's two films a year, right? That they've been producing. See, so it feels like more than that. With another 12 in various stages at the release of this article, which was out last year. So you could say another two at least have come out. So you've got, you're going to have it sort of pushing 40 films it's, in the whole kind of franchise. It's just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. I can't keep up. I, I, don't, want, I, don't, I don't want to keep up. Just stop. I, 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 I just, I don't want to keep up. I haven't got time. <laughs> no, I don't really like superhero movies anyway. I especially don't like superhero movies when there's 400 of them to try and get through <laughs> in order to get what, let's face it, is going to be a dissatisfying payoff. Yeah. And just like you can't move from Marvel stuff. Like I say, I'm a Star Wars fan, although I'm not as big a Star Wars fan as some of my family members present seem to suggest. <laughs> but like, I don't want a thousand of them. Yeah, like I'm, it's, and it's the same with Marvel. You can't every shop you go into, there is some kind of Marvel related related doohickey. bollocks. Yeah, all of it can fuck off. Yeah, I agree. Done. Good one. So what are you hating? My first entry is um, something that comes in kind of fits and spells, don't see it all the time. Um, my first entry is Sports Direct mugs. <coughs> sports Direct mugs? Yeah, the massive Sports Direct mugs. Oh, right, we're not talking like the people that go in and get no, 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 not someone who shops in Sports Direct, that's fine. I mean, that's you do you. No, the the big fucking tea cups, cups yeah. that you can buy. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, to try and articulate why I hate it, it's basically like a midlife crisis in a cup. It's a midlife crisis <laughs> cup, right? Um, you don't need that much tea. No. 
one bag is not going to suffice in that car. <laughs> Two bags is probably going to be too much. So then it's you've got this bagger. double it's a, it's a double bagger, but not it's like a like a bag and a halfer. Um, and there's I just find it's a bit arrogant. I think the sports direct. <laughs> How dare you arrogance. assume that I want a massive fucking yeah. billboard? Like I'm at work. Mug. I don't drink tea or coffee, but you're at work, and when you have like a staff. There's every every Friday there's a staff briefing and you take your cup over and you get either a free cup of tea or a free cup of coffee yeah. and there's one fucking guy who's got a Sports Direct mug and he's like what are you trying to prove mate what are you trying to prove oh, I like tea more than you <laughs> I like my tea half as time fucking stronger than you do I like a pint of tea when yeah. I have one it's like, All right. fuck off mate a pint in the morning so, a pint after work and, and I can remember being at when I was at university we that loads of people had the sports direct marks <laughs> and like it's just so they're too big why you can't you can't if it's full to the brim you can't hold it with one hand so you double hand in a cup <laughs> so you're having to put the like rest the cup on the palm of your fucking hand and it's like oh is it gonna dribble over the side and scold my skin it's not worth it man <laughs> It's just not fucking worth it. So that mug's on the list then. The mug is on the list. What a mug. What a mug. I've got another one for you. Hit me. Um, unnecessary... I don't know how to word it. Unnecessary sex sound wee. <laughs> so when you go into a public toilet. What you mean is the sound of erotic relief. Yeah, erotic pissing. At the end of the yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. Or drawing. Or drawing, yeah. yeah. And you the, go into the, a <sighs> No, it's I was I we stopped at a, at a petrol station and I went out to Birmingham there and I went in, I was dying for a wee. Went in, had a wee. And this was me going and having a wee. Zip. Psss. What was he making that noise for? <laughs> he was making a weird noise. Guy two urinals down, he's like, starts pissing. Oh. 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 It's like, dude, get a room with your own pissy cock. There is no need for you to make that much noise. But e even if I've been holding a wee in all day, I don't just immediately start pissing. <laughs> so there's no need for it. It doesn't make the piss out come out any quicker. It doesn't make the piss more satisfying. It's just a, a ridiculous thing that you really, really don't need to do. And then if I can have if I can have an end, uh, actually a second one on that one is the the no uh, the, the no hand wash piss. Well, people just go for a piss and then just go. Yeah, yeah. wash your hands. You just touch your dick. And then they open the door. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit. Ugh. So, just wash your hands. Man. Even if you just do the the kind of satisfactory rinse under the water, yeah. wipe on the back of the trousers. Yeah, exactly. At least make an effort. Do At least something. keep up the 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 fucking. There's no need. Like, just wash your hands, you dirty bastard. Not the cause of Ebola. Yeah, I don't want to be touching some pissy door handle. 
Like pissy door handles is not what I, I end up going up. out with like my shirt over my hand. And I pray of. that it's an inward opening door and someone opens it towards <laughs> me so I just, ooh, I just step <laughs> out. Slide out. Yeah. Matrix, you like Neo your way out the door. Don't need to make noises like that when you piss. And if you do and you have a piss, wash your hands. Dirty bastard. Dead. Dead. I want you to cast your mind back. Okay, I, can I just say, for the listeners, I'm really enjoying the look on your face. You look really satisfied. <coughs> well, it's because I've got a relatively satisfying story. Okay. Which relates to a previous topic we've covered. Okay. Inventor deaths. Oh, you're back with Inventor deaths? Yes. I love, I now, love that. Although, I, I'm entering it on a technicality. It's slightly, you know, it's coming okay. in under the, because the, the invention is involved heavily Right. But it's not necessarily the thing that kills the inventor. Okay, so what you're doing is you're pitching it to me and seeing if we can allow it onto the inventor. Yes, so I'd, okay. I'd very much like this to be included. Okay, all right. So we're talking about a chap called Henry Winstanley. Okay. Uh, he was a very famous English inventor who created the lighthouse. He was a, he was an architect and engineer. Okay. And he made the first Edgestone lighthouse, which is like the pretty much base model. Okay. Anyway. <coughs> down on the Edgestone Rocks at Plymouth. Wait, can I just say, I'm so, I'm really sorry to do that, I know it's really fucking rude of me, but I just want to let you know that I have an outcome in my head that I hope that happens, and if it does, I'm going to be really happy. Go. Okay, cool. So basically, there is continuous, uh, you know, uh, uh, instances of ships running aground, crashing into hazardous rocks, uh, reefs, and, and all that sort of stuff down at Plymouth. I know it can get quite choppy. Yeah. Uh, and he was getting, quite frank, uh, uh, quite frankly, a bit sick of it. So he was like, right, I'm going to build a lighthouse there to make sure that people don't don't keep you know having these accidents. Yeah, sure. And they were like, well, go on and crack on. So because he did that, he managed to to help numerous people and save numerous lives. But he had so much faith in his lighthouse that he said, well. I would like to be there inside, and I quote, the greatest storm that ever was. Because he believed in it that much, this lighthouse, this beacon of hope, this unbelievable structure of his. The tower is entirely destroyed on the night of the 27th of November, 1703, during the great storm of that year, and Wynne Stanley was visiting the lighthouse that night to make repairs and died with it. Not necessarily the lighthouse that killed him, but his absolute smugness in the fact that it would put up with anything and the inevitable slap in the face with Mother Nature. I'll allow it. So, congratulations, I'll allow it. Winner. But what I was, I was gonna, I was really hoping that you would say one of two things. Go on. One was that he was hit by shit. <laughs> So he was so confident in his lighthouse that he was swimming in the water at night because he was like, fuck it, the lighthouse. Well, because they like, dodged the lighthouse. Yeah, <laughs> they would crushed him to death. That would have been wonderful. Or I was hoping that he stood and, like Icarus, too close to the light and burst into flames. Unfortunately, neither of those two no, things got it. No, no, that's fine. That's fine, I'll allow it. That's, uh, that's, that's a real callback. I feel like we're getting nostalgic because it's the 10th episode. It, I know, it's nice. I feel like we're we're bringing things back. So so saying that, if any of you listeners, I'm I'm talking directly to you now, okay, listeners. 
because there's more than one. There's gotta be. There's two of us. Exactly. We listen. <laughs> if you have any inventor deaths, any hate list entries, if you have anything that you would like to correspond, please do get in touch. Yeah, anything like the the jobs you didn't know you needed. Yeah. Oh, I've got a job you didn't know you needed. You got one. Did I not? Oh, fuck yeah, I've got one. Hit me. Wait, let's do. Let's do it. Let, okay, all right. Okay. So, drivers, mates. Drivers, mates. You can be employed by a company as a driver's mate. And that job is simply to sit in the passenger seat of a lorry on a long haul journey. And just be like, oh, mate. you are their mate. That's amazing. So you sit, you chat, you sing. I mean, maybe that's, I don't know if there's other <laughs> criteria. Maybe that would be song. a terrible, terrible to pop out and get adage. a sandwich when he pulls over. Yep. Mate, just sort of stand outside the truck, kind of rocking backwards and forwards when he's filling up with petrol, <laughs> which you see a lot, you know. Navigate, perhaps. No. You get can get paid to sit in a lorry and go on long haul journeys with the driver. I think I need a driver's mate. I, we all need a driver's mate. But I just need a driver, a chauffeur. <laughs> That's what I need. I need someone to drive me around, and I can sit in the back like Alan Sugar, <laughs> presumably being you know a bit misogynistic, <laughs> and you know. But yeah, that's that's a job that I did. I didn't know we needed, but we do. But we do. I mean, I've done long journeys as of you, and I've never had a driver's mate who's exclusively there to to help me out with my problems. Feed me sandwiches. Feed me. I don't know. I mean, that might be good. Fan you. Yeah. Give you a wet sponge bath. Mm-hmm. Give you a tuggy. No. no? Um, depends on who it is. I mean, I suppose that's stepping over. Uh, that's the line. Everything else, no old fashions. <laughs> no handy jays. <laughs> Roadside handy jays. Definitely no anal. <sighs> it's a throwback. It's a throwback. So, if you want to get in contact with us, you can do at Babblement Pod on Instagram or Twitter. Um, I think it's fb.me forward slash Babblement or Babblement Pod. Basically, just go on Facebook and fucking search Babblement Podcast. But, and this is a real, this is serious, listeners, because if you're listening no, wait, to. Wait, wait, this, wait. Is this like actually serious? Uh, yeah, I think so. Alright, cue the serious music. If you listen to us on iTunes, which a lot of you are, and that's great, you have the option to to rate us, and again, still you can only do five stars, I don't know why, and subscribe to our podcast, because that is how we can grow. And if you won't let me grow, how do you expect me to blow, or flow, or glow? I can't glow, I can't blow, I can't flow unless you listeners help us grow. We're fucking doing everything we can. We are producing high quality content. Yeah. We're doing hate lists. Yeah. We're doing inventor death. Yeah. We're doing weird anal throwbacks that I'm a little bit confused and you'll have to explain to me off pop. Yeah. We're doing all kinds of shit. And what are you doing? You're just listening. Which is great. Thank you. <laughs> Amazing. But if you could you just take two minutes out of your life to do that for us, then that would be a fucking delight. 
We would be eternally grateful. I thought you were going to do some music. Post. Now we're letting them peek behind the curtain. You are? Oh, well, maybe we'll <laughs> cut that bit out. Fucked it, boys. <sighs> Ain't done it in a while. Well, I have. I do it every fucking episode. <laughs> it's not a throwback. It's just a constant. If you've got any real-life fucked it boys, <laughs> where you fuck it boys in real life, that would be amazing. If you, in fact, know who the Lion Man is, that would be amazing. <laughs> if you have any contact with Barry Gibb, Dave Benson Phillips, Terebo West... Anybody. Anything that's ever Hulk been mentioned. Hogan. If you can reference it. If you... Just get in touch, guys. And we'll send you... Love. We, no, we have to send them something. Uh, peace and goodwill. Best wishes. Hugs, kisses. Uh, I'm thinking more like a bag of Maltesers buttons. They do Maltesers buttons. Are you, you don't have them. You fucking shitting me, mate. They are a taste sensation. I ate an entire bag before I'd realised that I'd started eating a bag. What are you talking about? They're Maltesers buttons. Have you not seen them? They're everywhere, man. No, I haven't seen one. Right, as soon as you finish the pod, I'm going to go and buy you a packet of Maltesers buttons. Well, I think buttons. we should just finish the pod now. They are the fucking, fucking amazing. Amazing. I'm going to be thinking about that. Okay, well, we'll get some. We'll re- do a live review on the next <laughs> pod about how good you find Maltesers buttons. Episode 11. The food episode. <laughs> yeah, we'll just review loads of food that we like. <laughs> there you go. Look forward to that. <laughs> Well, pretty tired. I feel like I'm in a, a sort of like a Turkish bath. We need to get the fuck out of the shed. It I, is I am. so hot. We are both <laughs> sweaty. You know those aliens on The Simpsons that are just constantly wet? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, God. I just, honestly, I feel like a wet squid man. Like, yeah. It's disgusting. This is horrendous. Literally dripping yeah, into the is. As you all know, listeners, it's fucking hot. Yeah. So, so we're going to end the pod here. Now, because I, as I say, I feel episode 10 we've been really nostalgic. Basically, all the big guns have been pulled out completely without realising. So, um, as to keep in contrast with the rest of the show, mm. I'm going to put you on the spot. Beautiful. As you do. As I do. Um, now, I was, in my head, I had planned to end this pod without telling you with some spoken word foreigner. Oh my god, okay. Right? But quite frankly, I feel like that lived in a moment in time. <laughs> I feel like it was it was there, and maybe in the future it will come back. One day. But I don't want to force these things. Okay. So, now I think I already know the answer to this. Right. But, and again, because I'm being nostalgic and doing what I always do on the pod, I'm going to put you on the spot. I want you to come up with three things. Oh, Christ, okay. And those three things are guilty pleasures. Right. So, one guilty pleasure is food. Right. Because that's something we've talked about on the pod in the previous nine episodes. Okay. One thing is musical guilty pleasure. Okay. So, a band or an artist that is a guilty pleasure. Righto. You're grinning at me because I already know what it is. And the third 
would be film or TV guilty pleasure. Okay. No, okay. Now, again, because we're being nostalgic, I'm going to give you some time to think. Okay. Is that helpful? And I'll tell yeah. you what mine are. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, my guilty pleasure um, food is probably well i mean there's lots of things isn't there let's be perfectly honest <laughs> but the thing um i love don't have them very often mars bar ice creams uh, okay now they're my guilty pleasure because i will buy a box and eat a box in one sitting that's why i don't eat them because i can't really have ice cream because i'm lactose intolerant but still yeah that would be my guilty pleasure food my guilty pleasure film or tv i'm going for tv um, and it's it's something that I've realised that I really like, and that's first dates. Okay. Not normally my kind of thing. Not normally my kind of TV. Not normally the thing I would engage with. Right. But I quite like that. I quite like either the real awkwardness of two randos having a date. Okay. Slash, if it goes well, I quite like that too. You like the sweetness of it all? It, kind of. I mean, if I was being completely honest, for a long time my guilty pleasure was naked attraction. <laughs> and quite frankly, I, there was too many dicks on the dance floor. I got, I was having like nightmares of just big floppy dicks hitting me in the face. <laughs> it's like, I've got to get out of this. Um, and song, band, artist, whatever, um, my guilty pleasure is Orinoco Flow by Enya. Oh, I fucking love that song. No, sail away, sail away, sail away, sail away, sail away, sail away. There's just something about it. When you listen to the whole thing for like six minutes, like fuck me, this is long. Not only that, I don't know. Obviously, I I had a couple of years on you. Yeah, I managed to hear slightly different versions of of that song. Okay, and the best one I heard was DJ Hype. Wow. Who you may remember from I do. Smack My Bit Drop yeah. by the Prodigy. Yeah, 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 the drum and bass. He thing. also did a drum and bass version of that song. And for a very long time, I had it on my phone and I would listen to it on my ride to work every day. It was about seven and a half minutes long of just pure, like, breakneck drum and bass. With Enya. Oh, it was great. It's fantastic. That is absolutely amazing. But that would be because it's not. I mean, you could say, like, oh, Creed or stuff like that was a bit, was a bit shit. But I feel like... Enya's untouchable. Yeah, That Enya, song is, particularly. Yeah, absolutely. So... Okay. Your turn. Okay, so food. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I have a very sweet tooth. You I'm are. Yeah, capable you of demolishing most things. Yeah. But if I was to say a guilty pleasure, something that I really shouldn't have, but I really do like to eat. Haribo. Yeah, you do like Haribo. I put the rings on my fingers. <laughs> do you? <laughs> and I let them warm up for a minute, so they go all like stretchy. And then they're just much nicer to eat. They're not hard. I don't know if that's an old person thing. <laughs> uh, I think she's a weird person thing. Well, whatever. I like the uh, <laughs> the fizzy colour bottles. I delicately place them into my anus so they warm up. <laughs> I just poop. I just suck my own shit suck. on them. <laughs> I pretend it's cola, but I know it's not. <laughs> That's fucking rancid. <laughs> You're the one saying about shoving them out Yeah, your mouth. I know it's my fault. Uh, I would say TV, film. I'm going to go also TV. 
Okay. Mine is Judge Judy. I can't, be, no, I can't be a guilty pleasure. Judge Judy is legitimately one of the best <laughs> TV shows of all time. She's fucking amazing. She, she is great. That's not, I mean, if it is a guilty pleasure, then fuck, I can't even remember what I said. I'm going Judge Judy, 100%. I fucking love She's Judge Judy. She's fantastic. I love the fact that it, it's, an, I know it's obviously hammed up for telly and blah de blah. Yeah. But it is a real case. Yeah. If, if that is to be believed. Yeah. And just the fact that she goes, right, right, you shut up, you shut up, baloney, and then, Bruh. yeah, no, you win, you lose. Straight away, I, I no would medicine. vote for her. She's fantastic. I, th I think she. I mean, I would vote for her. Just as a clear right and wrong. What would Easy. Judy do? What would Judy do? What would Judy What would Judy do? do? That's what you got to ask yourself every day. Hashtag. What, what would What Judy would do? Judy do? What would she do? If we live by the ruling of Judge Judy, which we, can't we should, go wrong. we should, as as an all-encompassing, you know, symbiotic race of one following one Judy above yeah, all, the Church of Judy. <laughs> uh, and la what was the last one? I don't even care. <laughs> I really do honestly, mate. I could not give a fucking shit. Just Judy. I can't believe hey, we've been recording Judy. for ten episodes and we haven't mentioned Judge Judy yet. <laughs> Because I don't know if you can tell by my excitement. I fucking love Judge Judy. <laughs> I fucking love her. She's great. God bless you. Judy. Don't, don't even come at me with Rinder. I don't even want to talk about it. I don't even want to sully Judy's name with that fucking. No, band. he's in a different class. He's an idiot. Well, he's, he's, it's the I mean? Judy. It's like it's comparing EastEnders with Breaking Bad. Do you know what I mean? It's the Judy. Judy show. is the Breaking Bad of the judicial American judicial <laughs> system. <laughs> She's the Brian Cranston of the judicial system. She's the one who knocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, the last one was music if you give a shit but nothing that you can say is going to be good no I don't care anymore no. but if I had to say something it would be coconut what's coconut? what do you mean what's coconut? what do you mean what's coconut? well it's it's on the soundtrack to one of your favourite films it's very well known to one of my favourite films? to one of your favourite films in fact I think it is played in the first ten seconds of your all-time favourite film. It's by Harry Nilsson, if that helps. Well, my all-time favourite film is Pulp Fiction. Mm -hmm. But I don't... I can't remember... I'm sure it's in that. If it's not in that, I stand corrected. I don't know if I can play it. But he talks about putting the juice of a lime in a coconut. <laughs> <laughs> and then he drank it all up. I don't think that's in Pulp Fiction. And then Fiction. he called the doctor and... Uh, if it's to believe, he won't come up. <laughs> Do you realise what you've just done? Do you realise what's just happened? Oh yeah. You've just done spoken word coconut. I have. What a fucking way to end the show. <laughs> Listeners, I mean... It's, it's gone full circle. It's gone full circle. Ten done, another ten It's like an eclipse. It's gone boosh. <laughs> it's like the laser on the Death Star before it blows up Alderaan. <laughs> See, I do like Star Wars, but don't keep buying me shit. It's my birthday soon. Don't buy me shit Star Wars related gifts. I'm buy not me, interested. Buy me Judge Judy stuff. I want uh, exclusively Judge Judy <laughs> fucking garb. That's all I want. I want Judge Judy out. we got to have a fancy dress party. I'm going to have a fancy dress party for my 30th birthday and I'm going to go dress as Judge Judy. Yes. What would Judy do? What would Judy do? Fucking bonds that. And keep that in mind, listeners. Yeah. And we'll see you next time. We'll see you next time, motherfucker! <laughs>